Thank you for listening to the program. In Philippians, uh, the letter Paul wrote in the fourth chapter, he says, uh, I'm sure these well-known verses, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and mind through Christ. So, I just was looking at the first part of it, and many times this comes up where the word is confusing at the best because of translation, uh, and, and translation can only be so perfect. It never really reproduces the original language. And when you have English as your product language, but Greek as your original, it's really uh, truly that way. But careful, the word means distracted. So to start out with, I would say, what is your objection, uh, objection uh, objective? Uh, we don't object to it, but what is the objective for today? What is that? Like I, a to-do list. I, I've over the years struggled with that. Well, I, I need one or I'll forget this, that, and then pretty soon it becomes, uh, well, i got to look at my list, don't know what to do. And then you feel like you're in control. You're being controlled. Well, I can't do this. i got to do that first. Well, it, it's a good idea maybe and worth some, but, but in a way it doesn't set right or I'd figure it out and I go back and forth. But that's human nature kind of to want to, you know, compartmentalize things. And, and, and there, you do have to do some of that. But the, another place that everybody knows, the, the happening with Martha cooking in the kitchen, Mary sitting in there listening to the Lord talk. The men had all just come in, whoever he's traveling with, and was visiting there, which he did often. And they had to have something to eat. And Martha was in there making something to eat. And he said to her, Martha, Martha. And that's kind of like a flashing red light when you say something twice there. Kind of like a kid, you know. You hear your parents say your full name, <laughs> first, middle. Well, you know there's a problem. And, and so here to say it twice. And he says the problem. You are distracted about many things. The word can mean anxious, but really the idea is if you're anxious, becomes a distraction. She was anxious over cooking something to eat, but it became a distraction from what? Her objective. And you say, well, Mary was listening. The Lord said she chose the best part. She's listening to me. That's the objective we would all have is to the great commandment, love the Lord with all your heart, mind and soul, other people as yourself. It doesn't mean that you can't pay attention to the traffic or fixing the, the, the blender or, or the fuel pump or something like that. No. But when it comes to it, like the man traveling down the road, the, going to a city, uh, that was his objective was go to that city. But you might say to him, 
that good Samaritan helped the man that had been robbed on the road. When they asked the Lord, who is my neighbor? Well, that's what he gave that parable as a saying. That's your neighbor is who you meet in the road or who needs your your help. So the man would, was saying, I'm heading for that city. Uh, but in all reality, probably he would say, well, my real objective as a Jewish man <laughs> or, or Samaritan, half-breed, they call him, but still... Uh, that I don't that that's not good uh, but but he said you know my I want to love people help people and if somebody needs me to help if I can I want to that's my objective and number one on my to-do list is go to that town today so your to-do list is one thing but your objective is beyond that in my thinking like King David said day and night I meditate on your law well there was a lot of laws of moses and all that but he meant the great commandment because the lord said all laws it all comes from that and like james said if you love your brother as yourself you've kept the spirit of the law and see the ordinances of the law is entirely different thing and they had problems with that and that became a distraction to them in fact paul's talking about that here in philippians he's saying the way it used to be uh, i i don't i don't want that uh under the law and doing this and that they weren't born again so when they had the promise of the spirit put into them then it became about who you are not what you do it it's who you are and it always was that but the law was given like paul said to show you uh, how bad it is, not not to save you. So listening to him would be real equivalent to uh, loving him with all your heart. And he's saying, Mary chose the right part, Martha. You chose the wrong part. And there's nothing being wrong uh, wrong about being careful to have a meal ready to eat. But if it comes down to choosing like Mary did to sit there and listen to him, and in her mind, well, then we'll cook after that. Uh, Martha, no, we need to cook now and maybe listen later. Well, and then she still went back in there and said, tell Mary, uh, Lord, would you tell her to come and help me? So you can see why he's added to the comment to Martha, you're, dis- you're d- distracted uh, over what you should choose. You're distracted over many things and you're troubled so you think about that at the grave of Lazarus when he was raising him. He asked Martha, do you think I can do this? Oh, yeah. Whatever the father, he, whatever you ask, he'll do it. Okay, then roll away the stone. No, hold it. Well, why? Because he may still be dead. Well, see, there was a, a problem there. And I'm not being critical of, of Martha, but that's what he would have meant. And it would have seemed humorous. Uh, cooking a meal, not listening, as it were, to at the grave of Lazarus. But not really. The word means you're distracted by something that's not bad or good, as it were, cooking food. But when you have a choice, do you fall upon your objection or your objective? Or do you go to your to-do list? So I say the objective always comes first that's kind of James if you listen to what he said he said don't say now we're going to do this or that here's number one number two number three on my list today and tomorrow tomorrow we're going to he said before you say that 
say this, if God wills that we live to see tomorrow, then we will do this or that. That's what I'm trying to say right there. That's the objective and then the to-do. Well, the to-do list can be a lot of things, but you don't lose sight of your uh, objective. So then that word uh, in the Greek here that's translated be careful means don't be distracted. And in uh, the gospel, it, when the Lord said, take no thought for what you're going to eat or wear. Well, I remember, I thought, well, take no thought. You've got to think about what you're going to eat. How do you know what to eat? Well, then you say, what does that take no thought is a three words, but it's one phrase that is this word here. Don't be distracted from your objective by what you're going to eat, wear, and this and that. The cares of this world, even money. and make It's not wrong to make money. Have, you're supposed to have a job and clothes and food. But like Solomon said, don't let it be all about that or it'll become vain. Love, the last, here's the conclusion. And you'd say, well, you put that at the first of the book. Yeah, Solomon, Ecclesiastes. But the conclusion is, that's the idea of what he's doing, is saying, Love the Lord, keep the commandment of God, and then you can enjoy the fruit of your labor. But if you make it about the fruit of your labor and then forget your objective to love God, then you're, in, uh, you're ruined in a way. Uh, the, what Peter says, you'll be destroyed if you don't hear what Paul says. And he says this very idea. He, well, he's saying it right here, is don't be distracted from, and he talks about it all through here love i just want to know him and if whatever it takes to know the power that he can raise me from the dead reckon yourself dead to sin the old man and in newness of life he'll raise you up every day and the lord said crucify yourself every day and i follow after that and i don't say i'm perfect at it but this one thing i do i forget confidence in the flesh that's what he's just talking about in that chapter verse just verses before that i forget about those things that's the way it was that was then this is now then we weren't born again now we are so i don't i forget about how it was and i reach forth to those things which are before me the mark of the prize of the high calling of god i press towards that and that is knowing him and that is simply put loving him and that's why the lord said abide in my love uh, and stay in it. That's what the word abide means. And that's all the fruit you can bear. That is the fruit. And and if you do that, that so if you're loving the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul, and you come across the person in the road, uh, you're you're going to try to help, really, uh, truly. And so your it it's your objective is always there. And but if you're not careful, like Martha. She chose the wrong thing. And to her, she said, well, somebody's got to make food to eat. I, I kind of know what he's already saying. I, you know, maybe, well, I don't know. She had some problems because at the the raising of her brother, and I'm not criticizing her. I'd, I'd have been beside myself with, uh, too. But like then you say, well, okay, how do we, what's, if we are distracted, and, and I want to finish with that, is in First Peter 5, 7, 
he says, cast your care upon him. Now, that's this word here. And why I say that, not to be tedious, don't have time, but down here in this chapter 4 of Philippians, Paul says, uh, your care for me is good. That's an entirely different word, but it means your care, but it's your mental attention. You don't forget to help me in prison here. But this care, cast your care upon him, and Martha, you're careful. That's the other word uh, that, that is not even the same word. In fact, this word for being distracted, the root meaning of it is uh, you ultimately get the word meridian, you're divided. You divide something that's one how You divide it up into two things. And it's even used of when the Lord said about Satan. If he divides against himself and casts his own self out, that's uh, he destroys his own self. So for us as believers, if we divide ourselves up into that, well, I didn't think of that because that's not my objective. So that's where it took me a while to understand that's my objective is to know him. And so the first 30 seconds of the, or le, of the day uh, as a habit I have, and I've heard people say, well, yeah, the first thing you think of is him and pray to him however you want to pray or whatever about. But I pray, help me love whoever I am around or not or what, what help me love you and others as myself. And then, then, well, the first thing I do is work on the fuel pump because I got to have it fixed. But then some, my wife come up and say, well, I'm hurting. Well, no, I'm too busy on the fuel pump right now. No, no, my objective is to love. So no, uh, forget the fuel pump. What is the problem? And, and that's really all I'm trying to say is what the Lord was trying to say or did say to Martha is you're troubled about a lot of things and you're distracted by right now it doesn't mean cooking food is bad, but you, it's bad when you're distracted by it because the answer would be, well, I could go in there and listen to him with Mary and everything and let the Lord say, I'm finished now. If you want to cook, Martha, I know you're ready to. Yes, sir, I will. And go in there and cook. And Mary would have helped her in the whole thing. So what went wrong there? What's wrong with that whole picture? She was concerned and troubled about the wrong thing as when it came to what she should be doing. So the cares of life, the living of life, that's what Solomon says, it can distract you from the main objective you have. So if a person does anything, like Peter said, cast your uh, being distracted, cast that upon him. Let your requests be made known to him. Tell him what he what you're disturbed or distracted or, or what your care is because he cares for you. And there again, that's a different word that he, he's not distracted for us. He, it means like he said, Paul said, you care for me. And why they would translate that uh, used to be, I'd say, well, that, that's bad. No, you try translating. And I did. And uh, you see right away. Uh, there, there, it's really, really difficult for reasons that, I don't even know, much less able to go into. But the, the main thing is what the Lord said, and Paul only said that. He said what I say, he told me. So what the Lord said was, don't let anything, and Paul's saying nothing, don't be distracted by anything from your main objective. 
It doesn't mean you can pay attention consciously. To No, it doesn't mean that at all. To live life, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. But you, you have to understand what he means about spiritually is don't lose sight of keeping loving the Lord with all your heart, mind, and, and others as yourself. Don't lose sight of that. That's your objective. So how many times a day do you think of your objective? So on the to-do list, right objective up here is to love the Lord with all my heart. And uh, first thing I'm going to do is fix the fuel pump. Second thing is hopefully go to town and get supplies, that kind of thing. Or, you know, whatever. Or your to-do today. And James is saying it's not that you can't do something, but always remember to say he said, say it, if God wills that we even live. Well, that's kind of close to we should love the Lord with all our heart, mind, and soul. And if God even wills that we even live to see tomorrow, then we'll do that. Or if I even live to see this afternoon, then I'll work on the fuel pump. And I know I used to say, well, you can't be saying, well, if God wills that I live to see tomorrow or this afternoon, I'm going to fix the fuel pump, babe. I'll fix that on the truck if God wills. I'll... Well, you know, it's being sensible. You feel that way and you think that way without putting it in words. You're just and I've been trying and for quite a few years now to understand what this all means and the more you do it, the more it works. That's all I know to, to do. That's why he says, though, but don't get distracted by anything. I mean, anything. And that's where the part, well, I'm distracted. Well, then pray about it. Tell him what the issue with problem is. And then cast your care upon him. Let your request be made known to him. And then you cast your dis distraction on him by trusting him. And he will take care of it, whatever, however it works. But, Lord, here's what I'm distracted by. But take that away from that. That's what Peter is saying. And I, I'm, I need to quit. But one last example, almost anybody but know, a horse and saddle. And you got a cowboy, a saddle, and a horse. Well, this cast your care upon him is like that. Cast your care, it, it, the words used mean put it up there out of that's the only way to do it but you you look and you say well the cowboy's carrying that saddle and then finally it gets to oh well i better put it on the horse let him carry it the rest of the way well the problem is why did he even think he's supposed to carry it anyway well i need to show that i'm worth something here i'm going to help that horse out well we're not going to help him out so when we have a burden that's what peter's saying cast it on him uh, but give it to him. Pray about it. Tell him. He already knows anyway. But do that and then let it go at that and be trusting. Well, he'll take care of it one way or another, however it works out. And then you can be free to love him and not be distracted by something like that. That That is the formula here that I see that Paul's given. And they all talk about it. They all do. And they all say the same thing. So like that one man said to the Lord, to love God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself is more than all sacrifices and rituals put together. And the Lord said, you are so right and you're so close. 
I, I don't know what he meant, but you're close to, I think he meant believing in me and accept, I don't know. Well, time's up, but, but just remember, what is your objective today and every day? Like I heard the old preacher say, and I'll quit. He said at the end of his life, you know, I think God wants us to depend on the power of the Spirit of God to live every minute of every hour of every day. And it doesn't mean you have to pay attention to that or you just be sitting still not knowing. No, it's just your motto, is not, but it's your objective. Thank you for listening to the program.